Welcome to Minx Your Morning, a podcast and Instagram live show brought to you by me, Liat Horowitz, your coach and cheerleader, helping you live the life you love. This is the daily dose of motivation you need to lift your spirits, clarify your goals, and set your intentions for a power day ahead. Stick with me to learn how to minx your morning and elevate your life. Today's guest has a fitness journey like none other. Denise Ferreira was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease just five years ago and decided to shift her mindset and prioritize her health and fitness above all. Today, she is so strong, healthy, and focused with a calm yet non-negotiable attitude towards a healthy lifestyle that is totally remarkable. Listen in and get inspired. Thank you so, so much for agreeing to do this. And on of such course. short notice, you were, I was like, do you want to do this? You were like, sure, here's my headshot. Let's do it. So yeah, it's very- let's do it. Ask me anything you like. I am like an open book, so we can talk about anything. I love it. Okay, so this is my spot in the morning at 9 a.m. It's called Minx Your Morning because my word for minx means like to like be a badass, to hustle, to work hard, Mm -hmm. just to go out and do it. And you personify that to the max. We have known each other for three, maybe four years since we started. Yeah, I think so. Right? And we would go to events and always see you. And what always struck me about you is how like quiet and unassuming you are, but how much of an inspiration you are. And I think it's a pleasure. I think I told you. Thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah. And um, I'm so happy that you're here. If you don't already know Denise, you should be following her, consuming every piece of content, whether it's a recipe or a workout or just a cute selfie in front of the mirror with your workout clothes. You're Every just day. Doing it. <laughs> okay, so let's start with a little bit of a background because I know sure. the story a little bit, but I always like to hear it again because I find that where we've come from makes where we are now even more interesting. Yeah. So you're in the corporate world and you did not look exactly like this back, back, back. So I'm going to hand it over to you and give us a little bit of background. Sure. So I've worked in healthcare, um, like the business side of healthcare, my entire career. I still work full time. So I don't really consider myself an influencer really anymore. I sort of stepped out of that last summer. Um, but I still continue to just like my page is really just me, me, me. And my goal is just to help motivate, inspire, give people the confidence to like, just look at their health and a different or their health and health in general in just a different way. Cause there's so much, excuse my language, bullshit out there. And so I just, I have, I have a career, I make a living. This is just, I do because I love it. Refreshing. Yeah. So everything that you see, I don't work with brands anymore. Like I don't do that anymore. So I know that actually. Yeah. So I just decided that um, it wasn't for me. I tried it for a little bit and I loved it. I met so many people like you guys and yeah. Carolina and 
so many wonderful people that I still keep connected with. But my so if you follow me, um, and I can see there's a lot of people that are here that do, I really am just sharing my personal fitness journey and health journey. And then in hopes just to help people see and understand that health is so much more for women than just looking a certain way and I fully fully believe in strength like that is my goal ultimately you can see that though it comes across in all your content I've noticed that it's really about you being strong over anything yeah like I don't care about what I look like I care if I can pick myself up off the floor like do you know what I mean Mm. and that's something that's gonna last me in when I'm 80 90 years old hopefully. Um, so I just try to like, just translate that. But anyway, so the background is, yes, I work in healthcare, the admin, like the healthcare administration side of it. Five years ago, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. And that was like, I don't, I guess like the rock bottom for me of my house, it just flipped my world upside down. And wow. so even while I was going through that in my head, I still believed that I needed to like be skinny because that was what health meant, right? Like the thinner you were, the healthier were, healthier you were. And with being all on the medication and all this stuff, like you still be like, I can't live like this. Like this can't be my life, right? I can't live to want to be a certain size. Mm-hmm. And then when you get sick, that's when you realize how important being functional is wow you know the ability to like close my hands the ability to walk because at some point that was questionable was I going to end up in a wheelchair because I have rheumatoid arthritis sorry like people like what the hell do you have Um, (laughs) okay so I have rheumatoid arthritis I'm in full remission right now I have been for the last three years I'm on zero medication but that's really was like the flipping point for me but what I hope to do is that you don't have to get there You don't have to be where I was to understand the value of being able to move your body. It's a gift. It really is a privilege to be able to do what I do, to be able to move. And whether that's walking or being an advanced athlete, it's a privilege to move and have the ability to do that. So, Absolutely right. I absolutely love it. And this is what I love about whatever content you always put out. It was so consistent in that messaging Mm -hmm. that it always comes through. So, so what then, what then changed for you? Like, did you just suddenly find CrossFit? Like, how did you? Yeah, I know. So, so I had already like been working out for um, two years before or a year and a half, two years before I started CrossFit. Obviously I follow like fitness people and I came across like a few people like doing CrossFit and I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, I wonder if I like that. It Like, you know, you just watch something. You're like, oh, my God. Like, I wonder if I like I would love to be able to like lift like that or do something like that. Okay. And when seriously, when I walked into the CrossFit gym, um, they had like this two week promo going on. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. I was so out of like my element. <laughs> I'd never done it before. Didn't know a single person. And literally, like I signed up right after like my first class it was just like the community and the like that feeling is what I just fell in love with it and people who do CrossFit understand where I'm coming from it's just a sense of community and just the type of sport because it's a sport that it is yeah so you know we all have people that we follow or ideas of what we could do for a workout and um, what maybe suits us and not maybe doesn't. And you went and you saw CrossFit and you thought, oh, it like immediately spoke to you. I'm at a point where 
I had this, this running goal for myself. I reached it. And now I'm like, mm, I want to change things up. And I'm yeah. asking for suggestions and everyone's got their way. So what I'm, I'm trying to figure out is like, what would you say to someone who is looking to find their CrossFit, like Denise's CrossFit, yeah. whatever it is for me that works for me. Like there's so many things out there and it's actually quite overwhelming. So yeah. how do we, how do we navigate that? What do you think we should do? Just try everything or, or what? Yeah, you can. You can literally, that's the thing is we seem to put limits, right? And I think it comes like, well, I don't want to do that because I don't want to like gain too much muscle and look a certain way. But I think if we start with what's your goal, like, what is it that you want? Do you just want to feel better? Do you just want to, for me, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel strong. I want to have, I want to see what I can do. That's me personally. But for anybody, I'm like, you just, you got to try, you got to try and find something that you love doing. If you love dancing, dance, you don't have to join something to dance, put on music, dance, move for 30 minutes at home or go to a class. But I think fear stops us from doing so much and the fear of being uncomfortable and intimidated and feeling out of place stops us from actually trying things we've never tried before. And you don't know what you don't know. You don't know, like I would have never known that I would fall in love with CrossFit had I never tried it. Like I never tried it. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that goes with a gym, with yoga, with walking outside, running outside, joining a running club, joining a walking club, joining a women's group. Like it, it's with anything. And you really just have to come down to say, what's stopping me from trying? That's your first step. Right. Because what? I know that you watch people run. You're like, I really, ooh, I want to learn how to run. But did you go do it? Did you make the choice to actually get up and go run? Or are you stopping yourself? So it comes down to what, what, what's stopping you? What's, what are your limitations right now? And you have to be honest with yourself to answer that question. That is so, so spot on. It's so Yeah, because I'm sure deep down inside, you have something you want to try. Like, what would you want to try? What do you want to try? I desperately want to work on my, like, like toning. Bad issues in my arms. That's like, and I don't, and and it's fear. I just like, I don't know what to do. I'm like scared to try. Where do I start? So I'm like, I, I just hold back. Yeah, but there's got to be something that you've seen somebody do that you're like, I want to try that. Oh, that looks so cool. Like, what is stopping you from actually just getting up and going to do it? Ooh, challenging me on this. It's a good point. Yeah. I think it's a combination of laziness, truthfully, yeah. and and a little bit of overwhelm with how many options there are. Because literally everyone tells you something different. But I've taken a stand and I have decided to try the Peloton app. Because I find that Amazing. it's the yeah. easiest way for me to just see what I need to do. And I like the idea, and I don't know how this is with CrossFit, and I'd be interested to know. I like the idea of a four or a six-week challenge where day one, day three, day five, or whatever it is, like I just go in, I know exactly what I'm doing. Because when I have to think about it, Denise, like when I have to wake up and think, hmm, what am I going to do today? That's when yeah. all the excuses come in. Right. Yeah. And that's uh, so, okay. So if you love having something that's pre planned for you and like, that's, you don't have to think you just go in and do yeah. those set apps, classes, gyms, 
is exactly like that's your that's perfect for you instead okay. of having to make something up for yourself mm-hmm. so even for crossfit like i go in there's a coach they have the designed workout i don't have a choice like that's what i'm doing i love it do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I love that part of it too. But for me, but I, like, I understand, like I'm at a different level. Like I enjoy planning my own stuff too, but that's where I am now. And I didn't start like that by all means. And it's the same thing with running. It's always been my weakest link in fitness was always my weakest link. And then when this whole COVID started, March 17th was my very first run. And I have ran. I saw you on the weekend. You ran 10 Ks. I run anywhere between like 10 to 13 K quite often. Like I run five times a week now. Like I run before I go to CrossFit. Like I love it. So you're telling me that five months ago you were not running and now you're running 10 to 13 kilometers. Yeah. Yeah. That is unbelievable from someone who, who really understands the struggle of going from zero to 10 or 21, whatever it is that is. Yeah. Say, I mean, obviously, you had a level of fitness before that, but exactly it takes. Don't you find that like it's it's like a mental adjustment because that yeah. length of running. To oh my god! Going. My wow. first uh, run, I could only run three kilometers. Wow! Yeah, and I was like, mm, "That's got to change." Like that then became like a challenge for myself, and so even still, right now. I, my goal is to be able to run right now. I want to get to at least being able to run the distance of half a marathon. Yeah. It's just like a goal because for me, distance is more important. Running for a long period of time is more important to me than my pace. I always say movement is medicine. Like moving your body is so important and it doesn't matter what you do, but you just get up, move a little bit, just a little bit. You don't have to go from zero to 100 real quick. You know what I mean? Like, take your time. Give always, yourself patience. I always find it interesting how, like, even when I don't feel like doing it, and then I end up doing it, how much better I feel. And then someone, I'm pretty sure on one of these episodes, said to me once, you'll never regret a workout. No. Even if it was the worst workout. Yeah. And that's, it. that's like the number one question I get is how do you, like, where do you get your motivated from? How do you work out every day? And I'm like... Honestly, like motivation fades really quickly. It's about commitment and it's, you have to make that commitment to yourself and it has to become part of your routine and it has to be non-negotiable. Honestly, like I always use this comparison, but it's like fuzzy teeth. Like how long can you go without brushing your teeth? No. Right? Like nobody likes having fuzzy teeth. Maybe you don't do it one day, but you're going to have to do it the next day, right? Because then it feels... Then it feels like fuzzy teeth. So you want to get movement feeling like if you miss it, like fuzzy teeth, like just that is so true. Your body needs to crave the movement. So do you work out every day? Seven. I do movement movement every day. So I if I don't I don't do CrossFit. I do CrossFit like six days a week, but I move every day. Whether that is like a slow, like I do like mobility or stretching. Or just, I move every day. Go for a walk. I do something every day. Because if I don't, I feel like fuzzy teeth. I hear you. I feel exactly the same way. Today, yeah. I only walked, but it was actually exactly Still what movement. I felt like. I was power walking through the neighborhood. Exactly. Listening to my music, thinking about this session. It was like, they're, they're really, it's so exhilarating no matter what you yeah. do. Right? 
And it really, it has to be part of your life. And you can make excuses. We all do. But ultimately, like, you're the one, you have to, you only are answering to yourself. So fit it in. Like, make the choice to fit it in. It comes down to the choice. So even when you have a moment, you, where you wake yeah. up, you're like, hmm don't really feel like doing it. Is that even part of your, part of your vibe at the moment? Or do you just, it's not even a thought. You just do it. It's not even a thought. Not even a thought. I I just get up. I fit it in. Maybe I don't, because I'm a morning person, but if I can't, if I decide, for example, I'm like, you know what, today my body needs to chill. Like I am hurting. I still like, okay, so I'm going to bring my walk, I'll walk, I'll stretch, um, like I still plan it out. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to walk because I know that that's good for my muscles. I know that that'll help me in the long run, but movement is part of my life. I love it. It's so amazing. There's, it's not even, it's like non-negotiable. I move every day. I love those two words so much. Non-negotiable. Yeah. Non-negotiable. non-negotiable. When I, Ever. I just started working with a new coach, a new results yeah. coach, like in my coaching And, um, when I was on the first strategy session with them, we were discussing something and he was like, well, you know, what we were talking about my first goal or goals or whatever, just in general, not necessarily health related. And, and he was like, immediately, he was like, okay, so those need to be your non-negotiables. And I was like, non-negotiable. Yeah. Like not even a discussion. That's what I said to my children. Why is our health, but why is it negotiable? Like, why is it the first thing we put aside? I don't know. Why is it the first thing that we always put aside? For me, it's the last thing I put aside. The very last thing I put aside, no matter what's going on. I like this little, "Mm," because I just want to take that in. Because you're saying, why do we, why do we put everything and everyone else first over and above our health and fitness when that needs to be, the yeah. primary thing, no matter what. I totally agree. Yeah. Oh Even God. like when you have young kids, I used to do it too. Like, why do we eat the scraps? No. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Why am I eating the scraps? Like, you know, our our well-being and our health is just as important. And I think we just have to view it. It looks different for everybody. Like, I'm not going to, it's like people are like, I don't know what to eat. How do I eat healthy? And I'm like, well, honestly, like we're all adults, you know, I know, I know if I eat something that makes me feel sick, I still making the choice to eat something that makes me feel sick. You know what foods you need. We all know. what. So I I think you've hit on a very, very important and significant topic, which I was going to get to the nutrition side of things. So there's two things here. One is you're saying, and I totally agree with you, that there's an element, there's a lack of us kind of listening to ourselves. And I think that comes with, especially with parenting, when you become a mom, like, Everything and everyone else takes over in terms of priorities. But now I'm finding more than ever, I'm getting right back into like going inward and listening. Just like you say, if you're making yeah. a conscious choice to eat something that you know you're not going to feel good eating, you, you have to bear the consequences or make a healthier choice. But it starts with just the awareness and the listening. And I think we yeah. put that aside for way too long. And now, and now people like you, you're encouraging us to to go back to listen. Like when I saw your post yesterday of that pita pizza with the grilled veggies on the top. Yeah. I was like, that looks like that is to me, that was just amazing. And I love your cooking stuff. I don't know if you do those videos anymore, but I have. Yeah. I haven't done them in a while. Yeah. 
I have saved your cooking videos. Oh, good. <laughs> that salmon with the honey and the crushed. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's yeah. a staple now in my house. Yeah. Well, and it's like people get so surprised. They're like, you eat, you eat carbs? Yes. <laughs> like you eat bread? Yes. And I don't even like that's a whole other story. But I just want like, I think we worry about so much of what's right and wrong to eat where, you know, diet culture shouldn't be making that decision for you. You need to make that decision for yourself of what you should and shouldn't be eating and what feels good and what doesn't feel good because we all know what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And every once in a while we make the choice to eat something that doesn't feel good because it kind of makes us happy and you're cool with like dealing with like the stomach aches the next day or whatever. Right. But you're not going to continue hurting yourself. Like, why would we do that every day? Like keep making the choice to say, screw it. I'm going to eat it anyway. When you know the end result is hurtful. Like that's where, I'm saying, like, we're we're adults. Like, children, okay, they need to learn, but we're adults. And if we focus so much on making sure our children are eating healthy and what they eat, that we should be doing the same thing. It's such so. a simple concept, but one that for some reason is actually, it's, especially for women, I think, has become so complex. Because yeah, I think we don't give ourselves permission to do it. I agree. It's, it's permission, and yeah. it's also like the time and space to really focus on it and think about it and, and document it and research it. I started two weeks ago, I've been like speaking about this every day, right here, about how bloated I was feeling for weeks on end. So I eliminated, yeah. I, I didn't like starve myself. I just eliminated all the things that I thought could be causing it. Went straight yeah. back to basics, like nice, fresh, clean eating for me. And it made the world of difference. And now I'm slowly sure. introducing things to see what is making me feel. What is that? Water? Water. And water. I think we forget so much. And you see me, I don't know, like anybody who sees my stories every day, they know, like, I'm like, hey, go drink your water. Because staying well hydrated is so important as much as eating too, right? It's hard. Nobody likes drinking water. Guys, like, I hate it too. But I force down my water. I'm just saying. And that's a big part of bloating too and feeling bloated all the time. So the water. So I have a few quick questions for you. Sure. Your um, nutrition. That's it. Yes. Do you drink coffee? There it is. <laughs> yeah. So like, do you limit yourself? Like with caffeine in general, I'm just asking. Yeah. Three cups of coffee a day. And I can't drink caffeine past two o'clock. Okay. So three cups yeah. of coffee a day, you don't drink past two o'clock. What about like, I mean, I know you said you eat carbs and I've seen it. Like you are, you're very, I would say quite well balanced in my opinion. Yes. What I see on Instagram, obviously. Yeah. Um, do you have a set eating plan, especially with your workouts? Like, do you try to include more things than others? I have been working with uh, my amazing CrossFit coach, Yashda, and uh, she's an athletic coach so um an athletic nutrition coach and so I count my macros and I do that because ultimately CrossFit is a big part of my life and I love it as a sport and I want to be 
um, build my strength. So that's why I count my macros. I don't it's just, I'm sorry, I do not understand what that means. What are yeah, so macronutrients are carbohydrates, proteins, and uh, fats. Um, okay. They're the three main macronutrients that we all need. And so to reach the level of performance that I want, I eat a certain amount of carbs, protein, and fats per day. Okay. Um, I eat a lot more carbohydrates than I do protein. <laughs> a lot of wow. people are like, what? And I'm like, well, our muscles need carbohydrates yes. to grow yes. and to nourish yes. and you need it to be strong. So that actually, and it has like really changed physically, obviously how I look too, which I'm not mad about at all, but ultimately it comes down to like my strength. Like it has been crazy and my performance. So that's why I do that. Okay. Amazing. Anything else in your nutrition? Like for example, do you, are you like a green smoothie person or Uh, something, anything you can, like that's your part of your daily routine that you want to share? So I'm a creature of habit. I eat a lot of the same things all the time. And it's funny because in my stories every day, I share my breakfast and it's called the usual because I eat the same thing. And then what everybody started doing it. What is it? No. I eat every morning. I eat a cup of egg whites with an English muffin with peanut butter and jam like every morning. And so people just started tagging. It's called the usual now. Like it's it's funny. I find it hilarious that all of a sudden there's like out of stock of English muffins. <laughs> That is so funny. Denise, usual. That's so brilliant. Yeah, the usual. But uh, no, I just, fruits, vegetables. I eat a lot of like uh, very lean meats. I eat a lot of plant-based, to be honest with you. And I know, like, I love eating the things that I know make me feel good. Yeah. And what, what what would you snack or treat on? What's Denise's snack or treat of choice? So I love peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> like a lot. Like regular peanut butter or would you do like... No, natural peanut butter. I natural. don't but like the... Almond or any of the other nuts. No, peanut no, butter. I love... It's got to be like... Okay. Real peanut butter. Okay. So yeah, like right now, again, I'm a creature of habit. So right now, like every night I have the same snack. It's like dairy-free yogurt with berries and rice krispies and a little bit of like chocolate protein powder and it creates like a mousse it's so good i'm obsessed i have it like every day do you so do you add those bits separately or you're saying you actually make like you if it's no like i put like it's it's almost like a parfait it's like yogurt berries rice krispies yeah and then i mix it it's so good i have it like every night before i go to bed okay so do you put that on your insta stories uh, I have, yeah. Okay, so tonight yeah. or tomorrow night when you do it, please tag me. I would love to see. Yes, it's so <laughs> I good. I want to see how you make it. And please yes. start doing your your your. Recipe. I know, I got to do more. I haven't done that. I share recipes, but I haven't shared, like, done an actual video. It's always because, like, I'll cook and I'm like, damn it, I should have videotaped that. I that. I yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, some people, it's unassuming that one would get like you're not specifically food or you know nutrition related content but every time you put up a recipe I'm like oh I have to watch it Denise's cooking yeah yeah no I love cooking always have I love cooking so so before before we end off tell me about how you were coping with COVID I'm assuming that your CrossFit studio was closed yeah how did 
get through this time and how are you moving forward from this? Honestly, the support system at CrossFit New Market was amazing. They lent out equipment to all of their members. So I was able to have all kinds of equipment at home and I stuck to my routine. I woke up every morning and I did my workout. They would share workouts that you could do at home or I did my own workout and I actually started running. To be honest, I came out, I had made the decision. Again, it comes out as a choice. I made a decision to come out stronger at the end. And so I, my fitness actually increased Mm -hmm. my level of fitness increased during that time because I focused, it was my way of dealing with it, I guess. Um, and I just made the choice to not make myself feel like shit. I was like, I don't want to drink alcohol and feel like crap. I don't want to eat my feelings. I would rather work out my feelings. So I made the choice to do that. So, so, so motivational. I love it. Okay, so that's it. I don't know when I'm going to see you in person. Soon, hopefully. I hope that it will be soon. But you know what I have found interesting is that in my like process, my journey to finding what works for me in terms of eating, um, when I'm in like the like a good schwung and I'm in the good like space eating and I I'm like watching but not watching for calories, just watching for feeling, which are really yeah. really. I'm focused on is that when I then go to something that would have been my go-to back back in the day, like a tub of Ben and Jerry's with my husband or, you know, whatever treated, yeah. it's not actually as good as I remembered it to be. It's yeah. good. But I'm like, if I'm really honest with myself, like my taste has changed and yeah. making myself like a good tahini and maple breakfast cookie and having that with a cup of almond milk, I am like set. Exactly. Like, I don't, yeah, people like, I don't know. I don't, I eat what I want. I don't know how to say it, but I choose things that I know I enjoy. And I think I just started enjoying the healthier stuff better. Yeah. And that's what I crave. That's what I want. Like, I want my bowl of like yogurt with like berries and Rice Krispies right now. Do you know what I mean? That'll be like, that'll be like this month. And next (laughs) month, I don't know what I'll create. But I agree. I'm like, yeah. when I have my date balls that I make in the freezer, I yeah. like cut up dates and I put like some oats, a little bit of almond butter and I roll them up and I put them in the yeah. freezer. Two of those at a time. Oh my goodness. Hits the spot. Denise, exactly. so, so, so. Thank fun. you so much for having me. It was so, like, oh it was fun. I really hope that one day you and I can do a 10K together. Wouldn't that be nice? hundred percent. That would be so fun. So fun. I hope I can keep up. <laughs> I think we would. 100% you could. You'd be good. This episode was recorded on my Instagram live platform as part of my daily live show, also called Minx Your Morning. In case you want to watch this interview, head over to the show notes and enjoy it straight from my feed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minx Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review, rate this episode, and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www. Dot and come and hang out with me over on Instagram 
My handle is at Liat Horowitz. Have a minxful day and see you next time.